So every parent has more than one child. One of the roles that they have to play is to be the judge. Because there are always fights, there are always arguments, there are always disagree, you know, things this one had at first, I had at first, it's my turn, it's his turn, her turn, whatever it's going to be. So part of the parent's role is to be a judge. And it's a particular challenge for a parent to be a judge. Why? So I'll start with the story. I have a very good friend who is a dine. And uh, he told me once that he's willing to, you know, sometimes he sits in a proper basin, sometimes Sometimes he sits uh, as a chosen judge for whoever is going to whoever is going to come and ask him to be a dime for him. He says, "I'll be a dime for anybody except for a friend." Uh, anyone except for a friend? Why? He says because it's not guaranteed that if you agree to be a dime for a friend, you won't be friends anymore. If you pass it against them, because even if I pay alachi right, and even if you can show the way it says in alachi. But the Matthias is that a person always feels in some way that uh, you, you, if you pass it against them, you can't be my friend. So he says, he doesn't say he won't be dying for a friend because it's just a way to lose friends. And uh, it's not just friends. There's a famous story in Tidra of one of the most well-known Talmud, of Chaim Vilajan, who had a Din Tera. He was a rabbi of a city near Vilajan, and he got into Din Tera, so in the city, and he said, okay, let's go to Chaim Vilajan. And uh, Chaim Vilajan passed against him. And for years, you know, he, he sort of broke of contact with his Rebbe because he felt that uh, someone like, kind of aggrieved that that Rav Chaim Lajan passed against him, felt he was wrong, even if the Maisa Rav Chaim was right. Because there is a certain feeling that if someone passes against you, that you feel that killed on the other side. It's a famous story with Rav Chaim Briska, and they said once in Brisk there was a shadow of a certain butcher. They came to ask him shadow of Trefus. I shot up a lung of an animal and it might be enough to come in because if it's strafed, the whole, all the whole animal is strafed. So Chaim checked it and no, it's strafed. Okay, it's a half to the goggle, then on a slot, and so it's just okay, worked out, and to do. A few weeks later, the same butcher came uh, back to Chaim for the interior with a customer who had an argument how much to pay, didn't have to pay. So Chaim was on the bus side and he passed him like the customer. So we're just to get stuff and scream at him and say, you know, you still hate me, you know, you, 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 whatever. And then government to pull him out of the house. And I said, I don't understand. Like a few weeks ago, he came and he passed him that the animal's trough and he lost 10 times the amount of money than the intern. Quite, quite. It's probably went. And now in a small amount, they go into a fat and he starts yelling and screaming and cursing and what's going on. So it's very simple. Over there was Nalacha. Over here, someone else won. And uh, that's the feeling. Like, you know, it's him against me, so... If you pass me also mutter, it's not like that. But if you pass me for him against me, it makes a certain kill. You feel that even if it's wrong, and even if the dying's really impartial, uh, then then you feel he's on the other side. I know a few times when I've been a dying, I'm definitely best in. So I always feel I'm doing a good job if both sides think I'm on the other side. If sometimes if you finish with the interior, and both both sides are feel that uh, you are unfair because each one thinks that kill uh, they wanted more than they got. Okay, that's, a, that's the Matthias of a Dintero. So, when it's talking about strangers, okay, that's part of the job of a dine. And you're going to pass on the case, and someone's going to be unhappy with you, and it's too bad. That's the job of a dine. Master Enkin, when it's a parent, and you know, you're passing the case between your own two children, and uh, who's right? Whose turn is it with the bicycle? Who gets the extra piece of cake? Uh, or, or who's right, who, whatever fight it is, who, who really started, who's to blame? Whatever the case is. So, over here, you have to be, on the one hand, 
you have to decide and you have to implement your decision. You can't both be at the same time. There has to be someone who you're going to you're going to consider right, someone you're going to consider wrong. And at the same time, you don't want it to be a situation where one of your kids thinks, you know, that you're, you're on the other side. So what's the what's the way to referee to deal with to adjudicate disputes on the one side, which the parent needs to do, at the same time without making it. Uh, uh, making it uh, there's a feeling that the one child feels I'm on the other one's side that I'm against them and the truth is that the fact that sometimes a paskin on this one's favor sometimes that one's favor doesn't really help because it's, whenever someone feels that they they lost out they're going to feel that like, you know I was on the other side now so they're going to get between, 50% of the time at least a negative feeling that oh, I wasn't that uh, I, was, I, was, I wasn't with them I was, I was trying to Go against what they wanted. So what's the way to deal with it? So there's three steps here. There's three steps, which is good advice for a dying as well. It's good advice for dying as well, but uh, for, for sure for a parent, it's much more important because then you're more interested in investing in keeping a good relationship with your children, and uh, that's what's more important. So the first, the first look at, and this is actually the halacha which. Unfortunately, not all the Dayan and Kivas Halacha, but it's a first Shachanarach. The first side, why people feel that a Dayan's being unfair to them, so to speak, or didn't pass in the case correctly, is because they feel they never got the chance to say their case. So you can't pass in the case where you never heard what I had to say. And uh, you're passing it based on what you thought I was going to say, or about the, what you, you, you weren't paying attention to me. I, I had never chance to say what I wanted to say. Had you heard me properly, I would have, you would have said differently. And the truth is, that's a fair time. That's a fair time. And that's what's brought in the Shulchan Aruch, that before a dying Paskans, he has to ask each of the Baldinim, do you have anything else to say? You know, let's say I listen to the, to the Halach in, in the Dintar, the first listen to the Tevei, then I listen to the Nitva. Now I have to give the Tevei another turn, because maybe he wants to respond. Maybe he wants to respond. Once I have heard you already. One second, the Nitva brought up Tainus, do you have anything to say back to that? And we'll go back the other way around. He said, do you have anything to respond to him? Another thing, which is also brought in this way, a lot of the don't do it, but again, it's Adlach and Shulchan Aruch. And we learn from a Pasuk. And we learn from a Pasuk. And listen to the Pasuk. The case of Shlema Melech, we have the case of Shlema Melech being the Dain. And we have two ladies that came in front of him. And the one lady said, the living child is my child, the dead child is your child. And the other lady said, the living child is my child, the dead child is your child. Okay, stalemate. What do we do? They come to Shlema Melech. So Shlema Melech says, Zeh Oimeh, B'ni Ameich, B'ni Chachai, B'ni Ameich, B'ni Ameich, B'ni Ameich, uh, and then he said, what we're going to do is, we're going to cut him in half. Why did Shlomo Melech have to go with the bad said? Uh, exactly the same words I just told him. And the Chazal learned halacha from here. And the halacha is, that before a dying person is the case, you have to repeat back what the two sides are. So it's always like, okay, so I understand. So you're claiming one, this and this and this and this because you felt like that. Am I correct? Good. And you're saying this and this and this because you felt like that. Am I correct? Good. Now I can pass on the case. And why is that important? Because that way at least the people know you've listened to them. And they know that you heard what they wanted to say. You understood the argument and you understood what they wanted to say. So they're not going to come up with a base and feeling you didn't listen to me. You didn't give me the chance. And I know that very often that's a big time that people have in a, a psak then is not that the psak was wrong if you learned the halach wrong. But you didn't hear me. I had a time. You didn't listen to what I had to say. Maybe you've heard me would have been different. And therefore, even as a simple, straightforward case of Shlomo Melech's case, is my son's living son. No, my son's living son. So what Shlomo Melech going to say? So he goes back and he tells them, you're saying your son's living son, right? Yes. And you're saying your son's living son? Yes. Okay, so I understood both sides, right? Good. Now I'm going to tell you what Talach is. 
That's the first point. The first point is that uh, to, to prevent people feeling that they were wrong in the basin is that the basin is to show that they or the dying is to show he heard both sides and he understood both sides before making and that's very important with children. We've mentioned this before in a different context, but for sure here as well. Now, why is, why is it difficult with children? Because sometimes it takes time until you get a full story from a child exactly what you wanted to say. And sometimes you don't exactly understand what he's saying. The little kid can't always, especially if they're in the middle of the fight and they're screaming and crying, you can't always make out exactly what happened and what they're claiming and what they're saying. So it's important first to, to be able to understand fully what happened. Especially when the one child comes in running, crying, screaming, this one did this to me, did that to me, whatever it is, stole my toys, ate my sweets, whatever it's going to be. So immediately you've heard one side of the argument only. So the first thing is you have to hear the other side. You have to hear the other side before you do something. So let's calm down, let's see what the internet has to say. What do you say I hear? You, you, now, what do you say back? And maybe they have something to say back, and maybe they have an, an equal complaint backwards. So the first point is, if you're going to pask in the case, decide without hearing both sides, so of course it's a mistake. And Dovremech made this mistake, as you know, tragically, that when Siva came to him, when he was running after he came back from running from Abshalom, and Siva said that I came to because my master, Fibosheth, is uh, very happy that you, you, you lost your kingdom because he was a grandson of Shal. So David decided what to do before he heard what Fibosheth to say. And Fibosheth came, so that was already after the event. David already decided what to do, so you couldn't change it so much. And that was a mistake. Dovremech was punished for that. That you can't you can't judge against if on both sides, and even if the one side is coming to you to ask for protection or for help, whatever it is against their brother or their sister, again, you know, the, the only fair thing is okay. Let's, let's let's hear both people have to say, and enough that I can understand what they were, what exa- exactly what happens. That's the first step. That's uh, that felt, uh, helps the first problem. People feeling that you you, you decided against me without even having to hear what I had to say. You didn't even listen to it. You, you already decided I was wrong. Which is we don't want to happen. That's the first thing. The second, yeah. But the other one will argue with that. Okay, but at least then I'm left with a situation where it's not like it's clear to me who's right and who's wrong. And as an old sound the case, say, you say he did this, you say he did that. Okay, am I right? That's what you say. Yes, you say you have to write. You say okay, good. That's the next point. Now, the next, the, 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 that's the first point. The second point is, is to be able to... Uh, Dying doesn't have to go this step. It's not important to the halacha. But if you're the parent, it is important. And that is, to be able to show you can understand where they're coming from. Right? In other words, a normal case. Let's say, the younger kid comes crying, the old one hit me. So, so the, the, the guy asks, did he hit me? Yes. Why did he hit him? Because he broke my toe. Because he ate my candy. Now... Does it justify what you did or not? That's not the point. The first thing is, you can show I understand why you felt like that. In other words, uh, it's, it's not all, all out right wrong. It's I can understand why you felt like that. I can understand that if someone took your thing or ate your candy, you really, whatever it was, I can understand you're very frustrated, you're very angry. I can understand why you felt the way you felt. That's already a, a certain bridge to a person that you can understand him. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I would also be very disappointed if someone did that to me. Or with normal little kids is the one teases the other one again and again and again until the person just loses it and hits him. So of course he's going to come revenge. Yeah, he hit me, he hit me. He was the first one. He hit me. Then why did he hit him? Because they were finally making fun of me because they were annoying me because of it. So the first thing is, okay, I can understand that. I understand where you're coming from. I understand why you did it. That's already takes away the feeling of 
that you don't understand me. You, you weren't in a situation and you don't know what it's like to be about. Yeah, I can understand. I understand. I understand. It's like a true. You were provoked. They were started up with you. They were trying to hurt. They were trying to make you mad. Whatever the case is, I understand. I understand. And uh, whichever side it's going to be, so the fact that I can, I can relate to it, I, I understand. You. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, I, I can justify when act the way you do. Is a second point to helping someone feel that it's not like you 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 decided I'm wrong and you're coming to punish me without understanding me. I can understand you. I understand 100 why you felt the way you did. That's the second point. Now the third point is, and this is the where it's always good. It was always good to have the rule book to rely on. And that's uh, every family has to make their own one. I'm not talking about the Shulchan Aruch here. I'm talking about the rule book to rely on because then it makes it clear why I decided what I did. In other words, if a parent's decisions are random, or more often, if a parent's decisions are based on what the parents, what will help the parent right now, and I, what's going to help the parent right now, then of course the kids are going to think it's unfair. I mean, I know parents who decide who's right based on who screams louder. Uh, they just can't deal with it. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to make the bigger noise and he's right because I just can't deal with that screaming. You're okay. You, you, you're more quiet. Or whatever the case is, something like that. That's obviously not a fair way to do things. So there has to be some kind of system which the children understand because those are the rules. So, for example, if the rule is, look, I understand that uh, you're provoked, but because that you hit him, there's a rule for when people hit. Or I understand that... Uh, uh, you also want to play with it, but the rule is whoever has it first gets it for the first 15 minutes or whatever it's going to be. And uh, if, if there is a, a clear idea of what the rules are, and they know what the rules are, so then it's easier to implement. And it's the same thing, think about ourselves as adults. If we would go for a din and the dying would say, I think he's right. So we might not be happy about it, but we can't argue. But if the dying would say, I think he's right, why? Because I just get the feeling he's right. Don't ask me why. I think he's right. Now, of course you're going to have time. What do, you, what do you mean you think he's right? Why? Based on what? Right? There's no shit at the dining like that. You tell me he's right. Tell me why he's right. So if there's a clear idea of what the rules in the house are, so then it makes it easier to fall back on them because then I understand you. I understand that you're upset. I understand why you're in a bad mood today or something happened, whatever it is. But we have rules. And you also know what the rules are. So then you can't, you can't really say I'm being unfair to you because we, also, we both know that this rule exists. And that's why it's, it's kadai to have a consistent way of dealing with things. A consistent way of dealing with things, and that is we know that there's a certain mahalak, which this is what we do. And this is what happens, this is what we do. And, other, and then the last point of, of the advice is, if there's no outright winner, and no outright loser. If it's always shy to make a pshara, it's always the best option. It's always shy the best option, because no one feels that they lost completely. So, for example, if the, the question is fighting over a game, so the, now, if it's something which only one person can play with at a time, so of course, then someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. But then also, again, and if you have a rule like this in the house, I do, and it's a very useful rule, and that is that there's, you have time, time, amount of time to play, which means uh, the rights to play with any game is half an hour. So the question is just going to be who gets it first. Because after half an hour, it goes to the other person. So there's no outright loser. It's not like if you get it, then I don't have the whole day. I never get to play with it because they had it first. There's going to be a rule. You have it for the first half an hour after the changes. So, of course, the kid wants it now. He doesn't want to wait. But he's not an outright loser because he's going to get a turn also. Or if it's a, a, not just a small game, it's a big set and enough pieces for everyone to play with. Okay. So I'll say, listen, it's big enough so that more one person can play. But you know what? You had it first. You can choose first which ones you want. You can take the pieces you want first. The color you want first. Or the set you want first. Whatever it's going to be. And then again, no one's an outright loser. He also has something to play with. The second one also does. 
Right, so this is the question of uh, who, who can choose first. Okay, so I'll have my rules for. In a way like that, it takes away the negative feeling of losing for two reasons. Number one, it's not a, a something which Kido as a, as a rule you made up just to punish. It's an existing rule which everyone has to admit exists. We all know about it. And number two, and number two, uh, there's a it's it's not an, an, an a complete a complete loser. They had it first. They got it, whatever it is, but I also get it to later. But you also have something else instead. You know, you may, maybe I didn't get first prize, but I got something. And now that so that, that at least it makes it easier for me to deal with that I wasn't here. I wasn't in a situation where I was 100% lost the case. That's what I said asked before. And a good dine can end up with both sides feeling disappointed because if you make some kind of upshara. In other words, okay, listen, this is what you're claiming, but I'll be him here, there's sodium here as well, so I'm going to give you this amount of what you wanted. So, of course, he wanted more, of course, this guy wanted to pay less, but you make a, ca- a case where no one's an absolute loser. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about a case where there can only be yes or no, uh, but in a case where we can make a way that everybody feels they're getting something, it's always a little bit better. That's, uh, that's the third piece of advice. And the fourth piece, and again, this is important, is that even, the one, even when I've decided Let's say Ruben and Shimon, my two kids are fighting, and I decided for whatever reason Ruben deserves to get it first, or Ruben deserves to have the privilege of the sit next to me or get the extra candy, whatever it's going to be. For whatever reason I decide, whatever the rules were why he deserves it. It's always a Kadai is. Afterwards, you go to the losing party, manage to calm them down, or whatever it is, or get them to talk to you, but, but when it is, you can say, I'm so proud of you for being my vata. Kolakavot, you did the right thing by giving it, and not making a bigger fight about it. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. You deserve, you deserve a, a compliment. You deserve an extra whatever it's going to be for being the one to be the for being the one who's able to not get what they want. And I, now, little kids don't appreciate that. I'm talking with two or three olds. They know what they want. And they know they're fighting over the toy and if they don't get the toy, they're going to scream. Okay? But then the answer to little kid is pick them up and say, you know, you're a big boy or a big girl and you're the one who can be misguided. I know you too. It gives them the feeling of the interest that you want, you, you, you're happy with them, even if they're unhappy with what you decided. And uh, the, for all the kids, for so they can understand that. And you say, well, you, 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 you have good middles, look, I'm proud of how, how well you could let, let your brother or sister play first or get the thing extra. Yeah, I'm really proud of you, it's, a big, it's uh, something very special. Whatever it's going to be, then again, you're trying to, on the one hand, there has to be a system. Otherwise, uh, there's going to be fights about everything. So you have to be the one to enforce the system, to install some kind of rule system of how things are going to run. At the same time, you do it in a way which you don't, you don't, no one's going to end up feeling alienated. And they feel that you're, you're on the other side, that you don't like them, that you weren't listening to them, that you didn't understand them, that you, by rejecting what they said is a rejection of them. You have to prevent that. And that's like all the haters we said. Firstly, listening to them. Understanding where they're coming from and why they did it. Having clear rules, which I'm falling back on, it's not, it's not something in the circumstance I decided against you for. And afterwards, going to compliment the loser for Karakavod that you're being Mavata, Karakavod that you can give in and not make a bigger fight. It all helps to, on the one hand, you've, uh, you've had to make some kind of established authority, but on the, same, on the other hand, at the same time, you're doing it in a way where it's not going to alienate you from the person that loses. Yeah. That child wasn't Mavata. They, 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 were, they, were, they were forced to do it. Well, I know, I know. You want to encourage them to feel good that they, even though they lost. But they're not, I feel like it's not, it, emotionally, like, you're, you're, you're not telling them the truth. I mean, they know it's not true. Like, you're telling them, you know, great job for being Mavata, and they're like, they're thinking, 
Why are you telling me that? I was not a doctor. Like, no, I still no, 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 that's a great job. Say, I know you can be a I know you can stop the fight. And I know that you're big enough that you can give it to them and you're okay. But I don't you're want to. Like, why are you telling me that? I don't want to. I know you can. I know you can. I'm carrying them to do it, and I'm showing that, uh, that, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm showing them that it's not like I'm, I'm against you because I passed them against you. I'm coming to tell you that I know you're a good guy and you can really do this, and I'm proud of you for doing it, and whatever it's going to be, because then it gives them the encouragement. Kilo, you're still proud of them for whatever it is. It's not that they lost the case, that they lost the being right by you. That's uh, also an important point. Um, there's a din by the Gemara says. And this is also sometimes, not always, but sometimes this is not good. The Gemara says David HaMelech. The David HaMelech was also Mishpat Utztaka, the Holy Israel. Mish, how do you do Mishpat Utztaka? So the Gemara says, a Mishpat is, who's right, who's wrong. Utztaka is the gift. So the Gemara says about David HaMelech, that he would do Mishpat. And if people came to him for a din, he would decide up Yalech, who's right and who's wrong. But sometimes you could see that the person he decided was wrong, that's what he couldn't afford it. So he did Utztaka. He said, the halacha is, you're wrong. You are the man. No, a separate thing. I see you can't afford to pay. I'm going to pay for you. It's stalker which comes after the mishpah. And this is something which maybe David Amalek as a king could do. Not, everyone's, not every dying can do that. For example, and this happens. You get a case between a tenant and a landlord. And the landlord says, my tenant hasn't paid rent for five months. And it's a half set. It's 6,000, 7,000 shekels a month. This is already 30,000, 40,000 shekels he owes me. He doesn't want to pay. I'm taking him to Dain. So Dain's going to tell the tenant, why haven't you paid rent for five months? So the tenant's going to say, well, I have to pay for food, I have to pay for food, I have to pay for the money. I can't afford it. So we went to tell If you're in the dira, you have to pay the baldira. If you don't want to pay the baldira, you have to leave at the end of the month. Where am I going to go to? I, don't have, I, don't, I can't afford another dira either. So, what's the answer? That's not the Baldir's problem. I feel very sorry for you, but that's not his problem. You, you, you sign the contract to pay him rent, you're not paying him his rent, you have to pay or you have to get out. Now, if you're the love in a melech and you can afford it, that's the psak. There's nothing to argue about. That's the psak. Now, you want to help him, you want to collect stock for him, you want to get some stock organization to help him out financially, wonderful, that's the psak. That comes second. But it doesn't change the psak. The halacha is the halacha. You can't change that. Now I want to try and help you. Okay, that's an aside. That's the second thing. Like I said, if a person is the king and he has unlimited resources himself, fantastic. So he pays rent. You can do a mitzvah for him and you can get a chesed for him. And you're not changing what's the, what's the halacha. But if you can't do that, the halacha comes first. That's bullshit. As a parent, often you are in that position. Which means, depending what, depending what the fight's about, very often you're in the, the, you're in the position to do mishpat tzedakah. Which means I can first decide what's right. And then afterwards, I can make up the difference. I can fix up the problem. So for example, if it's a fight about who was the one who gets the candy, or whatever the case is going to be. So there's a right and a wrong, but in the case where I feel it's the right thing to do, I can make up the difference. Or I decide that one kid claims the other kid broke his things. So he wants him to pay for it. So there's a right and a wrong, but it could be that I decide he's right, you're right, he broke your thing, you should pay for it. You know, I'm going to pay for it. I'm in, the, I'm in the position to do both. Now, why is it important? So, firstly, the, 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 it should never avoid the mishpat. In other words, it's just like, that's okay, okay, just leave it on, leave it on. It's okay, I'll pay for it. That's not going to make an issue out of it. It's not always a good idea. There is a sense of responsibility. And if a child who's old enough to understand right and wrong did something wrong, then it has to be a concept of you were wrong to do it. You can't just break other people's things. 
You can't just take other people's things without permission. You can't just eat their candy. You can't just use their things. There's definitely a right and a wrong. And if the one kid's the aggrieved party that my brother and sister is just taking things which belong to me without permission, I can't just forget, forget, I'll just get you more. No, there's a right and a wrong here, and there has to be an understanding. It's the wrong thing to do. And I have to make clear to the other kid it's the wrong thing to do. And now there's a consequence. If you know, if you're going to eat his candies, you should have to pay for new ones for him. If you're going to take his toes and break them, you're going to have to pay to replace them. Uh, but now there's a question. Can the kid afford it? Do they have their own money? Is it a fair thing to expect them to do? So now comes the mishpah. Now comes the stalker. So you're going to tell him, you know what, you really, you should be paying for this. But I'm going to pay for you because it's not fair he loses his things because someone breaks his things. I'm going to buy him a new thing. But I'm telling you, it's not the right thing to do. You can't break other people's things. It's not, both steps are necessary. It's not could I just to tell the one kid, no, forget about it, I'll just get you, I'll replace you. Don't even tell him, talk to me about it because he'll never realize it's wrong. And, but on the other hand, sometimes it's not the right thing to enforce that a kid has to pay for things. You can't afford it, maybe it's not the right thing to make him pay for it. So at least you have to understand, it's not the right thing. When you break someone else's things, really you should pay. But now in the circumstances, the master, I'm going to help him, I'm going to do it for you. Then at least you won't feel, again, I'm against him. On the contrary, I just paid your debts for you. But you should understand, it's the wrong thing to do. And without that, I've seen this. People never learn that. We had a Baruch and a Yeshiva. No one agreed to be his roommate. Nobody. Why? Because get up in the morning and open up any random room, put on someone else's socks and wear someone else's shirt and eat someone else's food. And what's your problem? I take a dress. Yeah, yeah, I have to put on a shirt. It's his shirt. Okay, so I'll go back to him. I'll take it off tonight. Like, it, no concept. You can't steal other people's things. And uh, we took him to a Sorry? It wasn't delicious? No. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Like, imagine you took him to a psychiatrist and uh, yeah, he can't live with other people. He has no, he has no sense of man, not man. I blame his parents for that. You can't live, you can't give a kid a day. Do what you like to It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's what's man and what's not man. And if one child tells me the other one is taking man things, then it's wrong. It's wrong. You can't think other people's things. And if there's a certain level of consequence, you have to pay him back. Yeah, that's what's expected. Now, again, I can step in. He might not have the money to do that. I can step in to make good the loss. But there has to be a clear understanding of what's wrong and what's right. I can't always avoid being the judge because then people don't learn it. There's that balance. If you step in, are you not, you're not creating a thing for their kids. I won't want, want to understand. Like, I can do whatever I want. I'll get a tell-off. But like, no, no consequences in that. No, no, no. It depends on the circumstances. Sometimes there will be. So you need to find cases That's what I said. I have to first decide right, right and wrong, and now I have to decide, is it the right thing for me to step in for him? So if you see it's becoming like a frequent basis... Uh, then of course. Yes, 100%. 100%. It's not always, but I'm saying it also helps. If you're saying it the first of all, you're passing it against me, you're saying, listen, yes, you're right, you have to pay, but I'll be nice, I'll do it for you. And you know, it, it, it takes away the feeling that I'm against you, but on the other hand, I need that. I can't have a stage where people can do whatever they like, and there's no consequence, because the people grow up there's no consequence. There has to be a stage of deciding what's right and wrong. And that's an important step also, trying to know what's right and wrong. When it's appropriate, then if I'm going to make good the wrong, then that helps. You show the case. It wasn't against you. On the contrary, I'm paying for you. But you have to understand, it was the wrong thing to do. So that's some of the examples of when the parent has to be the judge, how the parents can be the judge without either side feeling afterwards that it wasn't that they were wrong in the din, but that the parent has something against them, which we try to avoid. Yeah.